following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K-State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. My fellow Americans, today is one of the most important days in this country's history. Fourth of July. I just got it. Whoa, man. Fourth of July. Not today. (laughs) No. Not. Uh, I'm curious how misinformed your morning show listeners are now. 1015 K Rock. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, today we find out the host cities for the 2026 FIFA World Cup. Ah! That we're also sharing with Mexico and Canada. We did, I thought we just saw somebody was really pumped up just now. I I saw I think they're in, it looked like they're in New York City and I saw people Waving little flags around. Mm. I don't think we find out quite yet. Like okay. they're gonna really tune it up, build up, make it like the NFL schedule release on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna finally hit us. But but of course, I, I believe FS1 should be on location in Kansas City for this big announcement that Kansas City is expected to host matches, maybe plural. I don't know how many. For the FIFA World Cup. Cool. And today is also a big day on the show because in the second hour, it is part one of two of the Gamies, the third annual Gamies. Today, we announce the nominations. Tomorrow will be the award announcements. But we didn't have a show yesterday. We are off mm-hmm. again for another Wednesday. We need to make up some ground. And it's time for some housekeeping. It's time to learn a little bit of news about what's going on with K-State recruiting. As it's Thursday, you know what that means. i got to put the line in there, make some money. As we welcome in Derek Young from K-State Online and uh, D.Y., thank you so much for joining us once again here on the show. Is your TV on FS1 right now? No, it is not. What? Why? What's going on? Uh, I was writing, and now I'm on the computer with you. Wait, do you, I mean, do you not own a TV? Do you not have cable? Oh, I do, but it's just uh, it's a lot of that's a lot of multitasking. That would be like three or four things. I like to keep it to two. You're telling us it's not a priority. Well, I I'm already under the assumption it's going to be Kansas City. It's not really a surprise anymore. Yeah, but you know, I I kind of want to pop with the folks when we get the news. You know, I I yes, we know it's coming. I mean, it's only three of you in the studio. How much of a pop is there going to be? Oh, listen. Listen. You have met Dave, right? We're going to get lit. I'm going re- to relay the news, and people on Highway 24 are going to get out of their cars and start hugging each other. Yes. And it'll be above the, you know, like the overpasses on the interstate, they're going to be waving the flag. And everyone's going to be like, yeah! I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play some Wilbur Harrison, Kansas City. I'm gonna play some Stars and Stripes Forever. It's gonna turn into a big party, Dy. That's how serious I'm taking it. Well, I mean, I don't. 
I'm not judging you for doing that, but I just, I think the pop is a little bit limited, dependent, I mean, dictated by how many people are in that studio with you. And <laughs> we are, or in my apartment, there's just one of me, or the fact that it, they took the surprise out. I mean, FS1 is not there to show Kansas City not getting chosen. Yeah, that's about the point. God, that would be amazing, though. Really, well, that place that is would pe- be funny. That would be know, so pull funny. Out the rug. Ooh, too bad we're going to we're going to Cleveland. Well, they, they need to treat it like uh, like when the NCAA tournament they're picking the, the, the selection show, right? They show all the schools, like sixteen different schools on uh, on one screen. They need to split up sixteen cities, have Kansas City in there, and they're like. They make a dramatic, will Kansas City be picked? Are they an at-large? Or will they be staying home? I, I mean, we all know Kansas City's going to be picked and Power Alliance going to pop. And I'd imagine yeah, well, it's going to be full because it is the soccer capital of America. Oh, yeah, and they and they do the, the hot country night at Power and Light on Thursday already, so it already was going to be full anyways because they have those country concerts on Thursday. Uh, you you know, it's in the summer, I believe. But any... I mean, sounds like a different there'll, crowd. There'll be a pop. There'll be a pop in in Kansas City, but I just think the the buzz of it was kind of eradicated when we already kind of knew that Kansas City was going to be chosen. Well, heck, those Dean Dongs at FIFA picked Qatar to be this year, and they got we got to wait. It's usually a summer gimmick, right? Now we got to wait till the fall mm. to get the World Cup. Should be going on right now, but uh, of course. This selection process is for 2026. Right now, they're showing AT&T Stadium, MetLife Stadium. I'm not seeing any Arrowhead Stadium they could, yet. They could do it like the the NFL draft too. Like come up on a stage, the first United States city chosen is. Ooh, that's a great idea. And then, like they do sometimes, a kid gets left in the green room, and that's what's going to happen to Kansas City today. <laughs> nah. They're Aaron Rodgers. Feel it. Yes. Oh my God! The, somebody from FIFA, the interview afterwards, would be like, eh, "Kansas City, uh, call us when you build the new stadium in Kansas." <laughs> All right, DIY. Way. Let's talk some recruiting. Let's start with basketball. The big news earlier this week: Desi Sills is the new commit for the Cats, and now he is the newest member of K State men's basketball. 6'2", 195-pound guard from Jonesboro, Arkansas. This is going to be the first time he plays basketball outside the state of Arkansas collegiately, first at Arkansas Fayetteville. Then he returns home for one year at Arkansas State. So I, I guess we'll start with he is a proven scorer, 12 points a game this past year. I mean, this is the guy or a type of guy that they were really needing, right, to add the scoring. That's what they are missing so far. Did you Do we agree? Yeah, that's it, right? They needed a proven score on the perimeter, somebody that can really fill it up from outside, going downhill, attacking the rim. You, Because all they have, right, was Cam Carter, who we think can do that, but hasn't necessarily done it at a high level yet at, at the highest of levels in college basketball. And then we have Marquise Noel. He did it last year, but he probably needed, needed a running mate. And Dorian Finister is thought to – perhaps be a project redshirt type. So Desi Sills is just what the doctor ordered. Um, the only concern where you, you kind of uh, maybe cringe a little bit was last last season's three-point percentage, which really lagged from what the, we had been accustomed to seeing from Desi Sills in his first three years at the college level. He averaged, I think, his career per three-point percentage was 35% up until last season, um, with his highest year being around 40 
But then last season, and maybe it's because he had more responsibility being at the home of the Arkansas State offense, probably, and perhaps that allowed him to take maybe shots that he shouldn't be taking, but it dipped all the way to 25%. Um, That's what he shot from the three-point line last year, which took his career percentage back down to 33. You take away that year, and it's like, okay, this guy can really shoot the three three-pointer pretty well. But you just you hope last year is a blip on the radar and not necessarily a trend moving forward. It was a surprising signaling of the of the cat signal, right? What from Coach Tang. And it yeah. was a quick turnaround because it was twenty four hours later we found out who it was. My question is, how on or off the radar was this Desi Seals coming to K State? He was somewhat on the radar. We knew that he was being tracked by Kansas State. I think the timing of it is probably the biggest surprise because we didn't know if it had yet taken on a, a more serious life to it, his recruitment, I mean, right? Because he had yet to take a visit. I think this is the, I think Desi is the first one to commit to Jerome Tang without visiting prior to it. So uh, it, it just went in a different, it was a different process. Every, the order was a little bit jumbled in, in terms of how you typically see recruitments play out. He is, you know, committing, um, and and hasn't visited yet that I am aware of. I don't know that one is necessarily in the plans. We do know that he'll arrive and, and begin, you know, with the program at some point in July. So uh, yeah, that so it just had a different process to it, which allowed us not to necessarily have the same pulse on his recruitment as we did others. Now, when we uh, every time Coach Chang gets a new player, we'll just kind of go over the numbers and just kind of guess on their ability based off numbers they've had in the past, but we've seen guys join this team with very little experience at the college level from freshman to sophomore like Cam Carter and Jarrell Colbert from the SEC. You get a JUCO transfer. Even one college kid will be coming in for the Cats in Dorian Finister. We don't get a whole lot of defensive numbers, I guess, to base off of their defense and how good they can be. You don't usually see that kind of stuff in highlight rules anyway, unless they make just a, a, an incredible play. But I think we got a good guess on how well Desi Seals can play defensively. I mean, his previous coach at Arkansas State says he's a phenomenal defender. He was top 70 in steals last year. Does your optimism for this first drum tank team rise a little bit not just because of his offensive numbers but he already has a, a pretty solid defensive pedigree i mean everybody they've added has a very strong defensive pedigree marquise noel even as well too that they didn't add that they inherited he led the big 12 in steals last year i believe um you have Jarrell colbert who's probably going to make more of a defensive impact than an offensive impact at least early on in his career and kind of is the the more modern kind of post defender at this point very mobile very long um, and very athletic. He can run the floor. Naquan Tomlin, very long, very athletic. Can really, and if you're long and you're athletic, I mean, those are the prerequisite traits to be an, an elite defender. And they have that in spades with this team. You have that in Jarrell Colbert, Naquan Tomlin, David Gasson. Uh, and then Desi Sills, maybe not the length, but as the athleticism, as you said, has been alluded to as a pretty strong defender. We haven't spoken about it yet, but they just added another commit that's not public, not official yet, so I won't give away the name, but it's a transfer big that is, again, a very long defender. Um, and it'll probably be someone that can kind of def- protect, be a rim protector, too, on the defensive end and um, as a great rebounder. So, that, I mean, the length and athleticism of this team 
is 10 times more than it was in last year's team. And typically those two things equate to the defensive side of the ball before they will on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, for Desi Sills, his 1.8 steals per game last year. That would have been fourth best in the Big 12, top 70 in the country, and certainly would have been second best on the team. I think that would be a great compliment, not only just at the guard position, but um, as a uh, as a defender next to Marquise Noel. I think that will be a pretty solid tandem when it comes to uh, K-State's defense. And you had, a, you had a better idea of what defensively this group of guys brings to the table um, than I did for sure. Now you said uh, – Kind of, kind of ruined my next question. I was going to bring up who you might have had an optimism or a, a good educated guess on uh, yeah. who could be that next cat. I, I obviously I won't ask you that question on, to name a guy or whatever. Who is it? Yeah, I'll, I'll give a I'll give a good clue. We're, we're thinking you're, you should be thinking along the lines of a mid major transfer. It's going to play inside, um, play the five, be a center, could start, and yeah, again came from a mid major. He had eighteen and last year against Arkansas. So a guy that's really proven too. I think I know who you're talking about now. And uh, I'm pretty sure I don't know how to say his name. Does his middle name end with a (laughs) J? Well, I don't know about his middle name, but he's a, it's a difficult name to to pronounce. (laughs) I I didn't have the, the enunciation guide in front of me. There's no way I'm going to get it right. Way to spill the beans, D.Y. Yeah. It's such a, (laughs) it's such a tough name. I I could kind of guess on how to type it out, but there's no way I could tell you how to say it right now. Uh, Speaking with Derek Young from KCN online, I guess uh, I'll end with the basketball topic on this question. I guess, since you, you you believe that they're going to be adding a big, that would be 10 players is, the most desired player still needed to be added once they do add another player, a wing guy. Yeah. Uh, it, they have three spots left. I don't know if they'll be able to fulfill all three of those remaining scholarships, but they should probably all, you know, be along guys that you're going to play on the perimeter because you have four long forwards now with Taj Manning, Ishmael Massoud, David Gasson, and Naquan Tomlin. You have two posts, but Gerald Colbert and the most recent commit. I think I think you you kind of hit your number there with both of those you know forwards and 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 your your fives the guys that are going to play the center position for the team. So I think the rest of the way you're looking at guys that are you know guards essentially, um, or maybe you know you know a forward, but a forward that can really play the three position and shoot the ball pretty well that would fit as well. But either way, you're probably looking at guys who are going to play the one, two, and three the rest of the way, and you know, maybe another ball handler guy that's a, a dominant ball handler would be nice just to give Marquise Noel a breather because maybe that's Cam Carter already. I don't know. Um, he obviously could do it in a pinch, but he's better off the ball. So maybe another one is added. I don't know. But again, like you said, I think if they were to add three more guys on scholarship, I think they're all perimeter players. It feels like K-State does have, have already you know added a number of guys at combo, combo guards. You know, they could play the point of the two if uh, if certainly necessary. I, I guess I'll ask this one last question here about who you've been hinting at this new guy is. Uh, mm-hmm. Can he play 30 minutes a game and score in double figures every time? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be asked to, to score a lot. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, I would probably say – I would hesitate on that. I would probably lean towards the no side. 30 minutes? I don't know that he'll need to with Colbert there. I yeah. think they'll, they'll probably split time. I, I don't know that either one of them would, would have to play 30, especially when some of those forwards that I spoke about earlier, that they could probably play 
five and a pinch at times too, which I wouldn't surprise me to see that because small ball lineups are more popular by the day. Um, obviously, that's only going to be five minutes here, five minutes there. But um, so yeah, I don't I, thirty minutes from a, a particular five. I, I don't think that we'll see that at any point this season. We're speaking with Derek Young from K State Online here on the game. We still have the Game Award nominations in the second hour. We'll speak with D.Y. and talk about K-State baseball re- or uh, football recruiting, rather. You could probably uh, yeah. guess uh, where uh, that is. Yeah, I'm sure you don't know. Uh, I can't I can't do baseball recruiting. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why oh I said God. baseball. How do, why do they even pay this guy, man? Like, come on. Oh, you can't yeah, do baseball? The ball, I just know. Uh, <laughs> you probably bring on Kurtz. He might know more about baseball recruiting than me. D.Y., what do you got on the track and field recruits? We've been looking pretty good or pretty uh, or is it down <laughs> Oh, uh, probably get a good high jumper. <laughs> oh my God! This Imagine guy's in that. Yeah, he's just, you're just giving away info here on the, <laughs> on the game. K State football <laughs> recruiting. Yes, you can probably guess who we're gonna bring up. That's next with Dy. <laughs> My fellow Americans, it is official. FIFA has announced Kansas City is a host city for the 2026 World Cup. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations, Kansas City. Congratulations. And really, America. You can't have the World Cup without Kansas City. It's been said for many years. So long. Going all the way back to 2010. That you can't have a World Cup without Kansas City. It's, uh, part of the recipe for a good World Cup is one in Kansas City. I mean, at least one game. I don't like how FIFA did this, though. They're having this big old release show or big old announcement show on FS1. And literally 15 minutes ago, they just tweeted out every city. <laughs> so it's, it's almost pointless to have this show. <laughs> Because we already know who's in. You just have to go to FIFA's Twitter account, and they have everybody up. Or at least in a video, they have everybody announced. And uh, there it is. Kansas, I just saw it. Kansas City with the World War One Museum and uh, Arrowhead Stadium listed there. So congratulations, Derek Young. We got ourselves a, a World Cup host site. You live in a World Cup host site. How does that feel? Oh, special. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it would change your life. You cannot wait to go buy tickets. It doesn't matter who's playing. You're going to be there, right? Uh, pro- I mean, yeah. I mean, the United States will play, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're not guaranteed a United States game. Uh, Don't they get the? Well, no, but the, we can still watch the United States. Maybe in Power and Light, if it's not in Kansas City. How about that? that would be fun to go to Power and Light watch a match. That's I you- have. I have before. It was when I lived in Kansas City the first time, so it would have been 2014. I think that summer. Um, I think Landon Donovan still played even, so it was a while ago. Did, did they charge you to get in? No. That would have been where having a downtown stadium would really have rocked. Put, yeah, you know, no, have a downtown a stadium for, for matches and power and light going. Whew. Yeah, no, that was a good time. I, I think that they played Portugal that year, I want to say, and Cristiano Ronaldo scored or had an assist. Yeah. Talk with Derek Young from K-State Online, K-State 
football recruiting is now where we bounce to. I wanted to make sure I got my sport right. <laughs> and uh, a couple of big visits this past weekend, maybe none bigger, not only for this class, but maybe for the Chris Kleiman era so far. Avery Johnson, the four-star QB, was not alone for some of this trip. Four-star wide receiver Josh Manning also visiting. He's from Lee Summit, Missouri. Um, I think what I got out of this, D.Y., first and foremost, is that just by reading what you typed up mm-hmm. at com, that, uh, yeah, Avery Johnson and Colin Klein are super tight, riding ATVs, uh, eating steaks and chasing it with some peach cobbler. Whoa. Like, this was a home visit to Coach Klein's house. Yeah, they're, it, they're definitely pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, it's been that way for a while now. Um, every time you ask him about Kansas State, and obviously I've probably been so close to 10 times at this point throughout his recruitment, um, I mean, Colin Klein's the constant. And him being named the offensive coordinator likely shifted this recruitment completely you know, kind of did a 180. I'm not sure the Wildcats would still be a threat or contending for Avery Johnson if that move hadn't been made. And I don't think that move was made strictly for to land Avery Johnson, of course, but I think, you know, it, it, it's one of the perks, you know, the almost like con- positive consequences that came from, from that decision by Chris Kleiman was it allowed them to compete and potentially land a four-star quarterback from the state of Kansas that is, uh, you know, a pretty polarizing figure. And I say that in a good way. Like, if he were to pick Kansas State, it's certainly going to have a cascading effect on, you know, plenty of other targets that are considering the Wildcats in a good way. I think that he, you know, I'm not sure that I've covered a a kid in Kansas or, or a Kansas State target since I've done this. And, you know, I'm working on year five, year six at this point that has had the, you know, the appeal and the effect on an entire class that he can have once he makes his decision, if it is Kansas State. Yeah, Avery has said that he wants to make his decision before the Elite 11 in Los Angeles, which starts on the 28th. So that's 12 days away, and I I think we've kind of figured it's based on his visits, and I'll maybe let you clarify that it would be down to K-State, Washington, and Oregon. Yeah, those are the three. I, t- I tend to think just Kansas State, and, and if you want to even whittle it down further, maybe Kansas State and Oregon. Not sure Washington's going to play a large role when it comes to him returning from his visit to Eugene and sitting down and, and kind of using those, whether it be like 10 days left to, to make his decision. Um, maybe someone else squeezes in a visit. To, you know, he can make a visit the, the weekend of July, June 24th as well. So there are still different avenues that can and, and directions that this thing can go in. Um, that's why I keep saying it's not done. They're not across the finish line. But if there, a decision was being made today, I, I think there is no doubt that it would be K-State. But, you know, they got to, you know, weather the Oregon visit and weather the next 10 days. And, and hopefully there's no surprises and that they're the team at the end of the day. I think there's no doubt. All the K-State fans listening right now certainly love the last 30 seconds you just mentioned to us. I want to bounce back to uh, a previous comment um according to rivals.com which of course k-state line is a part of i went back and i because he's now the number one recruit in the state of kansas according to rivals is avery johnson so i went back and looked you know according to rivals who was the last number one kid in kansas that k-state got you got to go all the way back to 2004 who was a quarterback named Nick Patton, oh. and uh, he's one that never saw the light of day at K-State. He quickly went to Dodge City, but he's from Winfield, Kansas. 
Um, because of his ranking and, uh, of course, how good he is, he's a Kansas kid, would you consider this maybe the most important recruit so far for Chris Kleiman? Yeah, easily. I don't, I don't know that there's a debate on that. He plays the most important position on the football field. He is an, he could have an impact on the rest of your recruiting class and make it the best that you've signed in not just under Chris Kleiman, but maybe in decades. And he's really good. I mean, that, that we get lost in that. We Sometimes we just look at the star rankings, which I know is an indication, but we just look at where a kid's ranked and, and where he's from and, and all the ancillary stuff, right? But at the end of the day, it's like, how good is he? And Avery Johnson is really, really good. And I don't know that we talk about just enough how good he is. Like when I watched him play last year and I saw him twice, but there was a game and it was, he played for Mays high school and it was against Derby who obviously is notoriously one of the best programs in, uh, in the state of Kansas and state champion, perennial state champion contender, but the game, and I've covered high school football in plenty of different States. Right. But that game against Avery or that Avery played against Derby, was the best performance I've seen from a quarterback um, myself live, like being there and actually watching it. Um, Braxton Miller, I saw him play once, and it was, and I felt similarly to that. Not saying wow, right? They're not even the same kind of players, obviously. But I'm just saying it was that that wow factor. It was the similar thing. He is a dual threat. He single-handedly almost beat Derby. Like nothing against his teammates at Mays. Obviously, it takes more than one guy to do it. But they, they almost beat Derby, one of the best teams in the state, Mays, and, and and he had a lot to do with that. Probably ninety nine point nine percent to do with that. I, the the way that he played that night was a special special football player, and uh, the that probably should be emphasized a little bit more. And I probably don't even do it enough either. We talk about just the recruit that he is. He's a heck of a football player. Well, to wrap up here, Derek Young from Case on Online with us. Follow him online at or on Twitter at DYoungRivals. I did want to bring up Josh Manning, who also visited this weekend. That I don't think we've really talked about him yet. He was also a four-star wide receiver I mentioned earlier from Lee Summit, Missouri, but um, he has a ton of D or D one Power Five offers. But you felt pretty likely that Avery Johnson will be coming to K State. But how do you feel about Josh Manning? Yeah, you'd like to have that combination. Joshua Manning's probably the best wide receiver that they're chasing. If they were to land him, he's the best wide receiver that they've probably landed since I've covered the team. He's a four-star wide receiver from Kansas City. He goes to Lee Summit High School. What helps here, and probably something that I've overlooked because I didn't realize it until you know discussing it with a few people recently, is that his cousin, and it's a cousin that he's close with, is Taj Manning, who just enrolled at Kansas State. They are you know really close cousins, and They've mentioned living together in Manhattan at some point. Obviously, Josh Maine still got a senior year left at, at least some at high school. And when I talk about Avery Johnson possibly having a cascading effect on the rest of the class, his commitment would certainly help tip the scales for Josh Maine. I mean, they're probably going neck and neck with Missouri, where his brother is walking on in Nebraska. Most think that Nebraska is a pretty legitimate threat for him as well. But, yeah, it's hard to go against Kansas State um, – for Joshua Manning, especially if Avery Johnson's in the fold. All right, D.Y., that's all I have for you. Please contain yourself from dancing in the streets after this Kansas City World Cup news. It's too hot for that. Uh, Thank you so much for your time, and we'll be talking soon. Absolutely, anytime. Derek Young from K-State Online here on The Game. Follow him online on Twitter at DYoungRivals, of course, kstateonline.com. Get you up to date on what's going on with K-State sports. 
All right, when we come back, the challenge has been laid down. We're going to be adding a new kid to the show who claims he knows everything. Everything about movies, TV, and music. Is that true? We'll Uh find out next. Whoa! I was going to ask you what video game it's from. This is really Not weird. from a video game. This is from Mega Man Gorillas. 6. This hey, is Mega it's, Man it's actually Gorillas. That is actually Shocker. 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 That was, I think it's Mega Man 6, and it was only available on the Switch. And, uh, yeah. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is really weird. Weird, weird is big, Steve. Sorry. I mean, I you am missed out on weird. the opportunity. This is Do They Know It? This is hosted this is, by Big Steve. This is This is Do They Know It? There you go. Know it. Yes. Know it. Hosted Bit by Steve. Stop. Bit by Steve. Bit by oh. Steve. Oh. Failed on the landing, God. ladies and gentlemen. Two out of ten on that dive. Dang it. Big Steve, go ahead and open the thing. You got it. They know sports. They know jokes. And even best dating advice. But we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do, Do they, they Know It? Know it. Whoa. Everybody! Oh my god. What's Whoa. <laughs> What's happening? So, welcome to Do They Know It? Very special episode today. This is segment number 21, folks. It is old enough to drink. That is really good. So, yes, Esteban Gigante. With that is great. our fabulous intro for today only, we have a special edition. Today's edition is all alcohol themed. <laughs> so every clip has some form or something to do with booze today, ladies and gents. Bare naked ladies. <laughs> so here's how the game works. We have three categories, two options a category, basically. We've got movies, TV show, and music. You give me basically an option, I play it. And for movies, I'm looking for the name of the film, the name of the actor or actress. For TV, it's the name of the show, the name of the character. And for music, it is the name of the song and the name of the artist. Once you pick one and I play the sound, I'll tell you what decade and era it is from, just to kind of help you out just a little bit. Something uh, we enacted on the last segment. So, Unlimited Steals, as always. How are we doing, teams, today? So, since we have Travion in here, and he, man... Tuesday, trying to crush me on my take on wings. <laughs> yeah, the, the band. band. Yeah, the band, not the food. Although I love wings, the food, not so much the band. He was backing them up, and he wanted to hit me. I know he did. He has claimed to know everything about pop culture from movies, TV, and music. So I was like, you know yeah. what? Let's put him to the test. He won't stop. Let's talking. See what he knows. He won't stop talking about how he's like. I'm going to come in there and I'm going to show them. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, man, they don't know anything, especially Mitch. So I was like, I know. Okay. <laughs> and I heard those echoes, and I was like, it's on, dog. It's yeah. on. So, here, Travion, here's how this is going to work. This is how we're going to figure out the team. Since you're an extra player, we have five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you choose how many teammates you have, and you can pick anybody from the litter except for me. There's Sage, there's Troy, there's DG. Wow. Of course, Big Steve is hosting. He doesn't play. So, you can pick <laughs> One, two, three. You can play by yourself, but whoever you do not pick is on my team. Dang. <laughs> I so think, think nice and nice and long about this one. All right. Uh, 
How about just me and Sage versus you guys? Wow. Okay. Okay. The young pups, the board ops versus the hosts. That's right. right. With that out of the way, now that we have teams decided, uh, Travion and Sage, what is your guys' team name this week? Oh, I don't know. Kind of like the young pups. That was actually pretty good. I was thinking about that. The young Mm -hmm. pups... With, with a, a Z. Z. Okay. Gosh, dang it. Oh. We're taking it. We're taking the Z. <laughs> oh, no. I had a feeling. This will be the first right. time I'm on a team without the Z. Right? <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, For you guys. Our team name is the the Beer Darts. Yeah. I was going to put a Z on the end, but say ah. still the game. I already took it. Just Beer Darts. Playing head games already. Like, <laughs> All I'm right. kind of, yeah, Darts. <laughs> with a triple S. <laughs> I am, like, kind of, like, thrown off right now. I don't, I'm like, it's in my head, dude. All right. Well, we do have to flip a coin, and since they are sure, let them have the guest today, call your heads or tails. Heads. It is heads. Wow. Oh, so you guys wow. will go first. You have a full board available to you. So what would you like to hear first? Um, let's do song B. Music B. You got it. Now I really love how you're easy to stack, but I really hate how you're easy. Because when beer runs down in front of my back, well, that, my friends, is quite yucky. Quite yucky. Better let Travion answer this one. I mean, if you want to answer it, go for it. I'm not a country music professional. <laughs> okay. Because it's not my strong suit. But I believe it's Red Solo Cup by Toby Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Got the easy one right out of the game. Yeah. Game. yeah. <laughs> Didn't even give you the uh, decade, did you? I was about to, but they jumped to answer. Yeah, so nobody, that is from the 2010s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all know that song. All right, now we're around to you guys. What I think we with? need to take the last song. <laughs> Don't let them have it. Let's just take the last song. Yeah. Song A. Song A, you got it. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, Troy, you want to take it? Hold on. That's from the 70s. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Um, it's not no doubt. No, that's not his no, answer. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's no doubt. Okay. Uh, oh. Escape, the Pina Colada song. Yes. I'm struggling on the uh, artist, though. I don't remember who it was by. Honestly, oh I figured part of this answer was going to mess you guys up somewhere. Yeah. I just didn't know which. Uh, well, that was the part I knew. Because it was a former <laughs> number one song, but I don't remember... Exactly who? Oh, it was that's by. right. It was, wasn't it? Let me I forgot let me about that. Let me just look it up. Are we allowed to steal? <laughs> and I should not know yet. It. Oh, yeah. Travion's over here ready to steal yeah. already. He's ready. He knows who it is. Um, I, you know, like, I, like I'm not answering. I know it's not Christopher Cross. No, oh no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, before Christopher Cross. Just a tiny bit. Um, <laughs> this guy is a one-hit wonder. Yeah, right. I know. Well, don't help him out. I'm if pretty sure I know point, the first name. I, I know the first name, but I don't know the last name. Okay, write down the first name. or what, well, you're, what, you're table talking. Oh, well, they already know who it me. is. Yeah. <laughs> um, God. Rupert Giovanni. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is that your answer? Yes. <laughs> oh! Was I in the neighborhood? You were. Would you guys like to steal? I think so. Okay. I think, so. I think it's Dave Lewis. <laughs> yeah! Yes! Yeah! It's incorrect. <laughs> Dave he, did uh, He was over here fist pumping. I, uh, I thought it was... I can't that's remember. Rupert, that. that's for that's sure. That's Rupert, Rupert Holmes. Oh, oh my god. Everybody knows that. 
Oh, man. That's so easy, <laughs> Rupert Holmes. All right, well, we're back around to us. Agent Travion, you've got full board for movies and TV. Music is off the board. I'm not going to lie. When, when Travion's over here, fist pop, I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Uh, we have two movie options. That was a big air ball. Movie options, which one you want? A, movie A. Movie A, you got it. Anybody can be a non-drunk. It takes a special talent to be a drunk. It takes endurance. Endurance is more important than truth. And I will say this, since this is our first movie or TV option, you get one replay for movies and TV. And that one is from the 80s. I mean, I could use the replay. All right. Here's your replay. Anybody can be a non-drunk. It takes a special talent to be a drunk. It takes endurance. Endurance is more important than truth. <laughs> um, I... Hmm. That music in the background was kind of... It was kind of... Like, it gave me a clue, but I don't know. I don't think I know. Do you know? I don't know. It sounds like Marlon Brando, but I know it's not. Uh... I don't know. The music just made, immediately made me think of that scene from The Shining when he's at, like, the bar. Um, but I don't, that's obviously not right. Well, you got to figure it out. We have seven minutes before we got to get off the air for the hour. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, if you have a guess, I do not have one. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Uh, you guys forfeiting? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't know. All right, I'm, would you I'm guys like to blank. steal then? Yes, we would. It's it's a matter of can we? Yeah. Like, like to is <laughs> yes, one thing. We steal would love to. You know. Can you steal? Um, do we get a replay? Uh, we already we replayed already it twice. That's the strategy, Dave G. Um, <laughs> I recognize that scene. Yeah. I can see it in my head, but I can't plug it into a movie. Mm -hmm. It's a boo it's a booze centric movie, <laughs> and they got a guy. He's sitting at the bar. He's talking to somebody, and he and goes it's from the eighties. It's from the eighties, and he's like, "It takes a lot of us to be a drunk. You gotta have a lot of Troy. Nothing. Come on." Wait. At this rate, we might only get half the game in before we have to listen. Leave. You. Um, the timer. Uh, let's wait. Yeah, wait, take your wait. shot in the dark. Yeah, I know. I guess casino. Oh, that's nice. That is Barfly, and that is Mickey Rourke. Oh, jeez, so <laughs> Barfly. Deep cut. It's a oh, good movie. It's a really good yeah, movie. That's deep, a serious deep cut. Deep cut, as in like you just lopped off one of my arms. <laughs> deep cut. Come Yay! All right, we're back around to you guys. You have movie B and both TV. Let's take it. Uh, Maybe we should go to the other movie. Yeah, yeah, let's Let's do take it. the second movie. Yeah. All right, this is our curveball. You probably get this a lot. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? And oh, it's well, from the I 2000s. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's curveball because yeah, it's yeah, short. Yeah. Uh, it is The Hangover. Uh-huh. And I need the actor, sir. That would be none other than Zach Galifianakis. Have you ever have you ever seen him when his stand up? He has a joke about uh, the guy who's seen the Garfield movie too many times. <laughs> oh Jesus! That's really funny. He's I'm like, not. He's like, yeah, have you seen the Garfield movie? It's great. Odie's up to his old tricks. <laughs> it's really funny. All right. Well, we're back around to Sage and Travion. You got both TV options left. Yeah. What are you guys gonna pick? TV B. Oh my TV God! B. Here you go. All right. I guess you have a point. <laughs> And that is also from the 2000s. Ooh. Can you play it again? Yes, I can. Here's your sound. All right, I guess you have a point. <laughs> the bar is open! 
Oh, you got it? I got it. Is uh wait, so we just say the sh- title of the show? Right, the but I will I will warn you if you have the correct answer but also an incorrect guess for your second one, as soon as you say an incorrect answer, you're done for the turn. And it's two different people talking. No, it's the same person. It's same, the same person. person. Yeah. I, I mean, think do you want do you have an idea? I mean, I thought it was how I met your mother. That's what I thought too. Yeah. And I think it's uh Ted Mosby. So what you guys uh, going so with? So I guess we'll go with How I Met Your Mother first. God dang it. And then, yeah, let's, let's what? Let's go with Ted for that. I knew that you one. Knew that Man, one. <laughs> yes. All right, 4-3. I was dying to answer it. Dang it. 4-3 with Sage and Travion in the lead. If the guys get this one right... We win it. We win. win it. Trey can't say anything so ever here, again about being really cool. Here's your last option. I've got a bottomless mug of new Duff Extra Cold for Barney Gumble. Okay. That's The Simpsons. So, I think I'm not answering. You, I'm you just want me to go ahead and answer? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's Duff Man. It's got to be, right? Yeah! Yes. Yeah! And that's the game as we are literally basically getting off the hair at this point. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Five to four. Close yeah. game. Close game. Hey, hey, go ahead. Rec- get this recorded and email it to Trace Parents. <laughs> <laughs> Hour two of the game. We got the gamey nominations. How much time do I have before I get out? I didn't do all that math yet. I was going to figure uh, it out once we get there. Oh, wait. You basically have a two-minute break, so... You got like a minute, real quick. Oh, a, a whole minute? Whoa. Maybe, give or take. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, you Duff the Man. Outro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travion, suck it, but welcome to the family. <laughs> I'll get you next one. <laughs> and uh, a shout out to Dave Lewis for the uh, Escape Pina Colada song. I don't my know. Dude. Now that I, yeah, I don't know. My dude, I, Dave. That was my first thought in my head, but. Yes. Yeah, All right. Hour two of the game does have our Gamey Awards nominations. Ten categories. Number one song of the day, Ask Us Anything, is coming up. But up next, it is your local news. 